sourcing inspiration from the 1955 true life adventure, The African Lion, and the film, The African Queen, this ride is one of the most iconic rides in the Disney theme park universe. Though the budget was limited, the creative minds of Walt Disney and the Imagineers were able to create a believable jungle adventure that stood the test of time with the use of comedy and intentionally bad puns. Slice of Disney presents The Jungle Cruise. Welcome aboard The Jungle Cruise. I'll be your skipper and guide down the rivers of adventure. You know, we always turn and take a last good look at the dock and wave goodbye because uh, we may never see it again. Welcome to Slice of Disney, an awesome Disney theme park podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Washington, Disney-obsessed enthusiast and real-life Tinkerbell. Uh, And I'm Will Luntz, uh, Kelly's friend that has podcast equipment and occasionally has been to Disneyland. He loves it. It's debatable. (laughs) Uh, So I want to first start out by saying that uh, I had the idea to make a podcast about Disney because I'm obsessed and want to share my love and knowledge with everyone else. And, you know, we want to have guests on who have really cool, unique Disney experiences and share that. Unfortunately, uh, we are all quarantined right now and can have no human interaction. Yeah, that's honestly kind of what one of the reasons that we decided to do this, too, right, was we... I had family coming out here before the quarantine happened, and I was excited to to take the kids to Disney. We were supposed to go tomorrow. or Yeah, uh, no, it was this past week. Oh, it was this past week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, and they couldn't go. Uh, they obviously didn't come out here, and Disneyland had shut the parks down and stuff. And we're like, well, why don't we, you know, you're basically a living park. Why don't we bring the park to the people? So I, here we are. It, that's why we're here. And so um, this is to bring a little Disney magic to your home when you're not able to visit the park itself. Uh, or if you're in the park and you're waiting in, in line to go on a ride. Oh, yeah. You know, listen to once, us then. Once the heavens open up again and we're allowed to go back, to the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so today we're going to talk about one of my favorite rides, the Jungle Cruise. Is this really one of your favorite rides? It's become, it's so funny because I used to hate this ride. I would say most of my life I thought this ride was like so stupid and boring. I was like, Ugh. I've been on it once and like I, it, it didn't, didn't do a ton for me. But like there's a lot of interesting stuff about it. So I'm excited to share that with people. But to say it's one of your favorites is interesting. It's because one, I think as I've become more comfortable with my Disney obsession, I've also become more comfortable with the fact that I love like dad jokes and bad pot. Like that's what makes okay. me laugh. Sure. And so this ride is literally just, I don't know, three minutes or four. It's actually a pretty long ride. So let's say like five minutes of bad jokes. And I laugh the whole time. So I'm going to get ahead of ourselves here. Maybe. Um, I'm not sure if this is in the research or not, but um, do different like, people have their own dad jokes that they share their own puns or is it like a, a, the same Ooh, thing well i will say you think about this so your skipper your guide skipper gotcha cool. um they have definitely like a catalog of mm-hmm. bad puns they go through but then people definitely get creative and have made up their own and those are the really fun ones and you can tell which people are there for their nine to five and just saying what they have to say mm-hmm. and for example just and here is the backside of water. O two H. O two H. I got it. 
And then cool. you have the people who are really excited and think it's fun and you feel yeah, their energy. Yeah, that same joke, but with more energy. And here you have it, folks. It is the seventh wonder of the world, the backside of water. O2H. O2H. Okay. All right. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so well, I, that's cool then. I'm, I'm glad that it is actually one of your favorites. It's just so silly and... You know, you can also like bring drinks and food on and I enjoy that. It's like it's the time of the day to sit down and chill while still getting entertainment. Yeah, that was actually something we wanted to talk about. I think a segment we wanted to do uh, not to jump right into the segments, but I think it's worth since you said that. Where does this fit into your Disney day? Is it a thing you do every time you go? It's is become it? one just because the okay. line is usually pretty short. Like <laughs> I was going to ask that too. Like, is it a quick get on? Like you got it 20 minutes, you picked up a turkey leg. You wouldn't do that, but <laughs> someone did. I usually pick up a, a pineapple juice before I get on. Gotcha. Is that from the Dole Whip place? Oh, yeah. Because it's right next to it, right? Mm-hmm. It's really close and I love the pineapple juice. So I'll go and grab a pineapple juice and then write it. And I would say I usually go later because I usually don't go to Disneyland till the sun is down. <laughs> but... It's really just about how long the line is. If it's over 20 minutes long, I'm like, no, it's not worth, you mm-hmm. know, I know this weight will go down. Sure. Um, and the line is pretty. Uh, they fit a lot of people on there, right? It's like oh, you like yeah. they stack up a lot and put them all on the boat and then go. They do. They, yeah. A lot of people get on the boat because um, you have, it, it makes like a horseshoe shape of people. And then there's even some seats in the middle. Mm. Um, and then at the same time, the, the line is is pretty long when it's all open. I oh, mean, really? there's an upstairs and a downstairs. I didn't know that. Y'all. Oh, y'all, y'all. So the Jungle Cruise in Disneyland, and no, Disney World, mm-hmm. is actually like a Swiss Family Robinson reference. Like it is supposed to be like a nod to the family as you go through it. Interesting. Uh-huh. And I, I mean, I, I really don't know that much about Swiss Family Robinson. <laughs> So. Uh, yeah, I would make fun of you, but honestly, I haven't read it either. So, <laughs> um, so that's bad on me. Yeah, um, I liked when it became like the Tarzan treehouse at Disneyland. Cause I'm like, oh yeah, I, I know Tarzan. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what this what was is. The, what were the what were the changes to that? Like, how do they turn it into the Tarzan treehouse? They, they just change the title. No, so they changed it so that your experience is you're walking through like the story of Tarzan. Gotcha. But okay. in a, a treehouse, and I also do love to do that as well. Uh, not to take away from Jungle Cruise. Because it's really funny. Usually I go with people who are like, I don't want to go upstairs. That's exercise. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> How many stairs is it? It's like, it's, a, I mean, you get it. If you go up it quickly, like your heart's going to race for okay. a second. <laughs> all right. All right. And then you got to have that pineapple juice to kind Ugh. of refresh yourself. I got Man, you. that pineapple juice is so good. And I, I've made a habit of grabbing that pineapple juice and then getting mm-hmm. on uh, Jungle Cruise. But there's definitely like little, you know, as you're going through the rides, uh, the line, there's always something to look for. I always like to look at the pictures. And um, this one is, you know, obviously you're getting on a ship. And they did age everything. I think, I, I'm not sure what year it was. Um, but when they, Indiana Jones was opening, mm-hmm. they kind of changed Jungle Cruise. One, they had to remap it to make it a little smaller to make room for Indiana Jones. Sure. But then they also made everything like a little more aged to kind of fit the vibe of indiana jones and kind of so they go together Mm -hmm. and i like that too 
So it's all in the same little universe. Yeah, I feel like I've been in a lot. I mean, I've only done Jungle Cruise once, and I think it was like one of those you walked basically You've right on. You've only done it once? Yeah. Um, but, uh, when you're in line for Indiana Jones, it feels like you're in line for Jungle Cruise because you're going through a jungle. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. When you're waiting in the line, all the music as you're getting on, it's 1940s, like big band sounds Mm and, um... How you just like to get you in the mood and so the whole like thing is when you get to jungle cruise you've entered the base camp of a uh, river expedition company and um you're if you, like you there's a bunch of different things around you to like make you feel like that um there's a there's like one of those the toucans that are is also at the they have some of those too at like the restaurant because again it's tying them it's like in. rainforest cafe Okay. It's not, <laughs> no, I hate Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, Get out of here. <laughs> uh, it's animatronic toucan. It is. <laughs> it's got mist. It does. It does. Like you're mist. in a jungle. It does. You know. You know they have. I think at Rainforest Cafe, don't they have dinosaur chicken nuggets? Uh so there's. Uh, not to listen. Get okay, so just side. so you guys know, Kelly loves dinosaurs, so that's I why I love that up. dinosaurs. So, the same company. They have a Rainforest Cafe has a company, another restaurant that's called T Rex, mm. and it's the exact same thing as Rainforest Cafe, but instead of being in a rainforest, you're hanging out with dinosaurs, and instead of having like the rain like storm that comes down, it's like the asteroids, I guess, uh, like meteors. Yeah, that's like, amazing. It's like, all of a sudden, it's like all the chaos. That's cool. <laughs> the extinction effect while you're eating dinner. Cool. Yeah. Um, the one time I went there, every person in my party got sick, and that was a bummer. But there were dinosaurs around. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, maybe there's an actual extinction event that happens there. Yeah. Um, so they have an animatronic toucan. Yes. Yeah. That's cool, I guess. Uh, well, it's just, you know, they, they the attention to detail, even on a ride that old, I'm sure that they, you know, redid things and stuff. But still, to have that much detail into getting you in the mood, the, the line, the queue is always prepping you mm-hmm. for what adventure you're going to go on. That makes sense. And so Jungle Cruise does a good job of getting you in that vibe. So you say uh, you, for the, it's prepping you for the adventure you're about to go on, but it is a, a boat that you're on where a guy's making bad jokes. So like, has it, like what, <laughs> what give me more than that? It's, I know that like you see animatronic animals and stuff, but. So, well, let's go back. Well, let's yeah, take yeah. a, let's take a time machine and go all the way back. So this, you know, this ride, uh, was one of the rides that was even uh, it was in all the advertisements when Walt Disney was getting ready to release Disneyland. You know, mm-hmm. you, you there would be commercials of him and um, in what was going to be the Jungle Cruise. So it's one of the original rides, and you know his whole idea was first to have live animals, mm-hmm. and obviously there was no money. I mean, there was no money. Is that the that was? Oh the my objection? god! Like. Disneyland was not supposed to cost as much as it did. Oh, okay, sure. I mean, obviously, my one of my favorite things is like they make it like they're like, oh, like Walt had to sell his Palm Springs home to right. make Disneyland happen. You're right. like, I think he's okay. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> pretty sure he's uh, he's still thriving. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had this uh, idea of what was going to happen. Obviously, it didn't. Um, so it was trying to make realistic animals. When it first opened, it wasn't funny. Mm. You know, it was a. It was like a serious. Right? It was a serious jungle yeah. adventure, and it was cool because you know you got to, you know it's like people aren't traveling to safaris in Africa, you know. So this is some people's experience is going to be the closest they get, which is super cool to even sure. somewhat see that, um, even though they're not real. 
And even the like trees and stuff, I think this is so cool. Um, you know, he wanted to get authentic like jungle foliage foliage okay yes yeah, yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm making <laughs> movements with my hands but you can't see that so <laughs> yeah i also can't see the ears you made us wear oh yes yes i made us wear ears um so something again i'm really excited for you guys uh-huh. to get to know my disney love um i have um, this is a little embarrassing i have it, over 50 pairs of ears mm-hmm. at this point mm-hmm. i actually just got in the mail my new uh mad tea party ones that they're doing of the new mini collection so i want to wear different ears for every podcast and so will loves survivor and he wears buffs yeah so he is wearing kind of a simba buff yeah and i am wearing a little uh it's a mini hat but it's ears with a little baby sorcerer hat (laughs) a little visual component for our audio medium yeah (laughs) um but so even like the trees and stuff, um, you know, he wanted to have it be authentic. Obviously, again, there's no money. So he did really cool things. Like he would plant these orange trees upside down uh, in order to get all the roots and stuff. Yeah. So the vines would grow up and mm-hmm. it would make it look like. And that was actually done by uh, Imagineer Bill Evans. Yes. Right? Bill Evans. Um, which I found an interesting fact about that. He uh started off as Walt's um personal landscape guy uh just at his house and then Walt was like this guy knows what he's at doing. his Palm Springs home I don't think it was his Palm Springs home it was like <laughs> his home home be I don't know it was some place that I wasn't familiar with somewhere and uh he was like oh this guy's great let's bring him on to do the landscaping for uh Disneyland and then he became like director of landscape architecture and he obviously did the jungle cruise but also did um like helped design Hong Kong and Tokyo and Paris and then a lot of stuff in the Walt Disney uh, world as well. So uh, Bill Evans, um, a design guy. Well, I feel like Walt was really good at not letting his ego get in the way, which happens a lot, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure it did. But, um, you know, we we see how he pays attention to his Imagineers, his, you know, the people, all of the customers coming to Disneyland. And so uh, one of the things that I think is just like so cool about a Jungle Cruise, that's definitely a historical mm-hmm. moment. Um, so have you heard the saying that Walt says that the park will never be complete? I had not heard that, no. So Walt's idea for Disneyland is that it will forever be changing. And part of that, that, idea came from jungle cruise so do you know the story i do not oh my please. god are you excited i i'm you can't contain how excited oh my I god he's right so excited okay so one day uh walt was walking through disneyland and uh he heard a young boy uh, you know talking to his mom and the mom was like okay we're gonna go on jungle cruise and he said no we did that last time and he that thought really upset walt because he's like you know, like you should want to go on this ride again. Like it shouldn't matter if you've been on it before. And that's literally what helped him decide that uh, he wanted to make sure that people would always want to come back to the Disney parks. So it forever had to be changing. It forever had to be growing. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Jungle Ride did that. Yeah. Jungle Cruise. I wonder whatever happened to that kid. <laughs> I wonder if he's like, hey, you know that story? That was me. 
<laughs> is this kid Mickey? Did you use your Mickey voice for that? That's not even a Mickey voice. Uh, it seemed like one to me. I don't know. Um, um, but so that's cool, though. I mean, yeah, I, I, I will say sometimes I'm not a big fan of the changes they make. You know, Ooh, for you know, sure. We're going to get into a whole episode, I'm sure, down the line about Tower of Terror versus Guardians. Oh, but, I'm not ready for that. Right. Ugh. But still. Um, but that is cool. I mean, I've I've had an annual pass um, and it one of the cool things about it is like the attention to detail that they do. And then we're going to obviously talk more about that in the, uh, as we go throughout this. But like seeing the effort they put into it and knowing that every time you go there, you're going to have a different experience or see something new. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, that That's what makes it worth it. The attention to detail is pretty amazing. And that's. Again, one of the things I love about Jungle Cruise is when you get a really good skipper who is put their own jokes in and is a little more creative. Um, and and then some of them do get a little old. Like one that was new for or newer to me was um, there's you know like and now here's the most dangerous animal in the jungle, his mother-in-law, and you're like. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I would almost, I would love like with a new a Patreon podcast episodes will just be you uh, judging all of the skipper jokes. Oh my god, I could totally do that. Yeah, and I try to sit in the front too. Like, yeah, that's a good think, question. Where's the best place to sit in this ride? It depends. Do you want them to notice you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I assume you do. No, I just like being. I just think it's fun. But I do notice like sometimes because I'm not like a little kid. They're like, why is this girl enjoying this so much? Like. <laughs> And then some people that's are like, be, "That's going to be the theme of this podcast, Kelly." <laughs> I know why. Why is this adult woman so in love with Disney? But and I was thinking about it too because something I want to talk about with Disney rides because I mean we're entitled to our own opinion. What do I want to change about things? Yeah, sure, and sure, sure. Then I feel kind of guilty for even having that thought. I'm like, no, like Disney, like you did a great job. <laughs> You're such a secret fan. Uh. <laughs> but, but it's you know, with Jungle Cruise, like I love I love the puns. I think they're funny. Um sometimes I would want to change like the smell of the water. Sometimes I think it smells funny. Mm-hmm. But then supposedly the water's really clean. So do you know this? Uh, I do because you share this fact with me, but I think it's interesting for our listeners. So please. Okay. So apparently I've always thought the water was just like gross and that's why it's, you know, it looks pretty, it looks pretty murky. Yeah. But apparently they dye it that color and it's much cleaner than that. It's just, you know, one, so you can't see the track. That also feels like the kind of thing that they would just be like, oh no, we dyed it that color. You know, it's not that gross. I promise. But see, and see, here's this moment where I like wanted to defend uh, Disney. Wanted to defend I'm Disney. like, I know, I no, can like tell. they wouldn't lie to us. Like, <laughs> no, the magic is real. Yeah, uh-huh. Tinkerbell is looking out for you. I, d- I mean, I, I do believe that they did that because there's probably quality control and consistency yeah. issues that they want to deal with. But yeah, uh, so just I'm in case a kid fell in, yeah. or in two different cases, if a boat sank. That's true. Let's see. So a boat has sank twice, which is so funny to me. Like how do. How do these boats sink? I don't think Pirates has ever had a boat sink. Yeah, I don't know. Really, what's the difference? I mean... Yeah, because a boat sank in 2004, mm-hmm. and then it sank this year. <laughs> yeah. what? Well, and both were at Magic Kingdom. So in Di- in Disney World, not okay. in Disneyland, which is, you know, Disney World does a lot of really interesting things um, in general. And with Jungle Cruise, you know, they do Jingle Cruise during the holidays. They change it to make bad holiday jokes um that's fun and they had like holiday things oh it's so cute the park's never complete you know the park's never complete and uh in the ride itself is different 
but it's not the original. And so there's something really special about the fact that like Walt's, you know, hands were involved with the Jungle Cruise. And I think sure. that's one of the reasons I love it too. I uh, I think I want to go on record of just saying that a boat sinking, like it did sink, but it was also only like a four foot. It's like four. F- it's like, yeah, like the water yeah. is four feet No deep. one died. Oh my God, no. No one's even in. And my favorite thing is they're like, you know, any article is always like, and the paramedics were alerted, but like <laughs> no one, you know, no one was injured. I'm like, I'd be concerned if someone was injured when like the water goes like above their socks. Yeah. And like, that's it. Yeah. I mean, it'd be uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it'd be gross. But, but still. What do you um, think Disney does for those people? Do, you, do they get like a free pass? I don't know. You've been to Disney a billion times. Have you ever been on a ride where it's broken down to the point to where you've had to get off the ride? Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. That was loud. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, but... Did you get anything for it? No, but I didn't have a boat freaking sink. It's like the yeah, lights come on, that, you have to walk still, off. Yeah. The coolest thing that's happened, which, <laughs> so when I was a kid, I was uh, at Animal Kingdom and I was playing in like the dino. There's like a playground mm-hmm. and I'm playing in like the dirt and stuff and my flip flop broke. And <sighs> so I know the Disney employees bought me new shoes and they like, bought you new shoes mm-hmm. or they gave you new shoes. Well, they gave me okay. nude. I just want to make sure the employee themselves was not like, I got <laughs> <Okay>. this. <laughs> no, no, no. No, like Disney okay. uh, got me new shoes, which was really nice. Um, and then something I compare it to was a couple of years ago, I was at Costco and I was buying apple cider vinegar. Uh-huh. And the I was picking it up. It was like two glass bottles connected by this like plastic thing. And I'm picking it up by the plastic thing. And the one of the bottles just like, broke like halfway down the bottle okay. like clearly there was a sure you know something wrong not with it. kelly's fault not kelly's fault right i would admit it this is my fault and it just shattered all over my foot and all over the floor and glasses in my shoe and it was really bad and i was like oh my god and costco was like well that sucks like so i had to buy flip-flops at costco and they didn't offer to do anything i'm like i could sue you <laughs> could you I mean, I guess you can sue anybody for anything, yeah. but still, yeah, okay, that's so. Fair. This is, you know, one for Disney, zero for Costco. Yeah, that's. I think that that's acceptable. <laughs> um, uh, Disney's a little bit more on the customer care side. <laughs> yes, which is, you know, why when the skippers are funny, you're like, yeah, like... When they're into it. Yes. So speaking of the skippers, yes, um, there were a couple famous skippers, were there not? Uh, yeah, there were. Yeah, I think that's pretty interesting. Let's go through our list. Let's do it. So I we have Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. Nixon's press secretary, Ron Ziegler. Oh, not like kind of like Toby Ziegler from The West Wing. <laughs> and John Lasseter, which you know, how do I don't even know how to feel about this man? Like, ugh. And then, oh, this is like such a cool random fact to me. Um, so Catherine Hepburn, she was in, you know, one of the it was her and Humphrey Bogart who starred in The African Queen. And so at the end of the ride. Um, there's like Trader Sam Mm -hmm. and it's the Trader Sam is there to like, let you know, let the skipper know, like they can continue forward. Like his eyes will be green when the boat can continue forward to like let people off. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so if you look at the shrunken head that he's holding, Uh it looks a lot like Catherine Hepburn. Is that like on purpose? Yeah, I was, I think so. You know, these facts, I don't know, 
people could be making them up because that's actually what I didn't know before researching. So I'm really excited if oh, the park's cool. ever open again <laughs> <laughs> um, to go check that out. Sure. Um, and, you know, that's kind of like its own hidden Mickey. It's not a hidden Mickey, but it feels like one. So I have some questions about hidden Mickeys, and I'm sure we'll get to understand <gasps> yeah. them a little bit more as we move throughout this podcast. But uh, we were wanting to tell you where to look for hidden Mickeys on when you go on these rides. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were doing a little research, and you found something that was kind of cool that uh, is – I'll let you explain it. Well, and I have my hidden Mickey book. Unfortunately, I don't have it with me right now, which is a bummer. But I do have a book and I bring it with me every time I go to the parks. And um, so one of the cool things apparently is there's a Mufasa shield in, uh, there's a, the, the local or the tribe. They, natives, di- I think is natives. Everybody, well, I feel like, <laughs> this is another thing, I feel like Disney comes up with different names for things that you're like, I don't know if this is right, but. Yeah. <laughs> So the whatever they so natives, um, but there's like a shield with Mufasa on it. And so you said that, that was a hidden Mickey. Yeah. So hidden Mickey doesn't have to just be Mickey. See, I thought it did. Well, based on the name, hidden Mickey. It's it's kind of it's just a charming sure. nod to okay. Disney. So like one of my favorites is a Goofy in Pirates. Okay. We can do that later. Sure. And um, like Tower of Terror has sheet music that says Mickey Mouse on it but it's not a picture of mickey mouse and is it the head is it his full body is it a mini i mean there's so many things so it's like a piece of disney that is in a spot that it shouldn't be in in theory sort of right so it's like that that makes sense that's kind of cool i like that um and apparently i'm not sure if this is at disneyland but in disney world um there is if you look on the left-hand side of the boat, apparently, mm-hmm. there is going to be a hidden Mickey. Um, or Just like any time on the left side of the boat? Uh, when you're getting off, I guess you can see okay, it. Gotcha. It's like on the boat or something. I don't know. Uh, again, these are more things that I can't... Verify at the yes. moment. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I am <laughs> maybe going to Disney World in the beginning of June. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I mean, I have a plane ticket. I have a a trip planned, but we'll see if I actually get to go. Right. Um, and then it says that on the column is a large portion of rocks that seems to be chipped out in the form of a hidden mini. Um, so I'm going to have to look for that too. Did you, I'm sorry. Did you say hidden mini? Mini. So yeah. there are, so there's hidden minis as well. Well, I think they're all considered just like hidden Mickey's, but it would be like, yeah, it's a hidden mini. Like I, I wasn't trying to be yeah. panic there. I just was like curious. I didn't know there was like a whole different series of things I should be looking for also. No, that would be cool. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that that's one of the things too, that's fun about a lot of these classic rides. And again, a moment of Walt's philosophy of wanting to make sure that people want to keep coming back and keep riding things is I feel like you do notice different things every time you're there because you can go with a different agenda. Okay. This time I'm going to just look for that. This time I'm just going to enjoy it. You know, you always can have a different experience based on what you want to do. Okay, but you didn't actually ever tell me what you would change if you were going to change something about this, right? I have an idea for what I would change, but I want to hear yours first. Wow, okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I want to judge and... Yeah, judge mine first. I have the right answer. So. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, again, I feel like my guilty Disney conscious is going to be, mm, don't change anything. Everything Disney does is perfect, but I know that's not true, and I do have opinions. I, 
I would, one, this is like kind of not to be a dig at the skippers, but I think every skipper should like have their own unique fun puns. Like yeah. I, I feel like sure. if you don't have the energy, like don't do that job. Yeah. Go work at a different ride where you literally don't have to engage. Because it is. That one's a little bit of more like an acting job. and yeah. um, a great Kevin Cosner. You're wearing his shoes. Yes, exactly. No. <laughs> um, I think they could update some of the animals. Because a lot of, you know, no, most of them don't move and stuff. Um, but I don't even know if I believe that. Because part of it is, the funny part is like, they're just. Plastic. It's a little ironic at this point. Yeah, yeah charm for that reason. Yeah, gotcha. the charm works for that. Um, yeah, I think the jokes. Okay. I mean, like, there's there's a scene where you know the <laughs> the lions are like eating a zebra, which again you're like, how is this on a kid ride? <laughs> it's literally just sure. like, and you know, you make the joke like, oh, like they're helping him nap, or like, oh, you know, they say silly things about that, and then you know they have this moment where like a bunch of the natives are like climbing up a pole, and the rhino is trying to like, it's like poking one in the butt. And that was one of the newer additions to the ride because mm. um, it moves and stuff. And again, it's it's these jokes that are funny, but I'm like, I feel like you could punch that up a little you, bit. You, we're gonna <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. I think that would be for this ride, what I would say. I gotcha. So mine is, and I have to preface this with a question because I've only been on it once. Do they still do the native thing, quote unquote? Because I feel like that's what I would change. That feels a little problematic these days. Yeah. There's a, yes, they do. Um. There's definitely a lot of tricky things that, as times change, Disney is figuring it out. It seems like Disney is kind of on the side of, like, let's let the representation of what we thought things were like back in the 50s still be okay. I disagree. Because even, That's like, fine. the descriptions of on, like, Disney Plus, mm -hmm. they'll, they'll, like, preface it with, like, uh, some of this is not... <laughs> correct anymore like whoopsies and i feel like <laughs> and i feel like disney does some of their nods to the past there's definitely things they gotta fix yeah I, and that's all i'm saying is like i feel like that this one i i like i said i've only been on once so i don't really know what the involvement is in there but i still think that that there's probably is probably not great and maybe if i was going to change anything i might change that yeah i'd um, be curious like what, what what they would do to change it well i feel like if from what i've read it is like natives attack at some point right and maybe that's not the case anymore so no that isn't there Okay. It's uh, it's like a tribe and they're singing and chanting. Okay, that's a little that 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 would be if like, like if you're gonna still do that, I think it needs to be a positive right uh, it, view it, of it and not a negative like savage like we don't want savage to be associated with it. Right. Um, they even changed. Uh, this is a little bit of a uh, a tangent. Yeah. Cool. So the, yeah, sorry. This is like a little bit of a tangent, but um, in Disney World uh, in Animal Kingdom, you have the safari. And it used there the storyline of the safari used to be like oh poachers like we gotta catch them and it you know it was a way to discuss like conservation and and everything um, and they even took that out which I'm like no we can still hate poachers that's fine but I also think they just changed it so there's not much of a story and it's more like animal education um, that's cool well, yeah that's good then final segment I'm yes workshopping this it's new. Didn't yeah. tell you about it before. It's also in a new podcast. So I feel it's like okay. I know that your answer, so I might have to change it. But here's the here's the pitch. I'm ready. Um, you are on your way out of Disney. Ugh. See, that's why I feel like the answer would be <laughs> yes to all of these things. Um, 
you're on your way out, you're tired, you're ready to go home, which is never the case for you. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of energy as yeah. a person. <laughs> um, so I'm going to need to change this because it was going to be you're passing Jungle Cruise 10 minute wait. Do you go on it? As it's closing? Yeah. Well, but I feel like your answer is going to be yes every single time I give you that. Well, n- well, no, it wouldn't be because one, if there's a 10 minute line at the end of the night for Jungle Cruise, like what is happening? Because there's usually by the end of the night, you know, and I do, I like to stay till the end um, and there's no lines for anything, but I would say, but in this world, but in this world, this if day, there was a 10 minute wait, no, I, I don't know if I would go on it. Okay. So it's, it's a ride where you would say no. Yeah. 10 okay. minutes at the end of the night. I'm going to go ahead, get in that car, head back home. Yeah. That's smart. You know, I like to do it kind of in between. Again, I like to break up a few rides with that one because that one's, again, it's chill. You're just sitting. Okay. You know, you're not getting jolted around like yeah. an Indiana Jones. All right. So, yeah, that would be my answer. I like it. So, go on Jungle Cruise. Uh, definitely enjoy all of the lovely puns. Laugh. Come up with some of your own. Oh, yeah. Tweet us uh, your own pun jokes. Oh, my God. Please if, do that. Hashtag if I were a skipper. If I, oh my God, that would make me so happy. Please, everybody do that. Um, and if not, I'm just going to give you one to end on. Oh my God. So I, I wrote down some puns mm-hmm. and I have to finish with them. Um, oh yeah, this one, this one. I will, oh. I will tell you which one we're ending on. You just keep them coming okay. until I say that's it. What is the, so, okay. I'm just going to go through the puns. We already did backside of water and then. What is the most dangerous animal in the jungle? The elephant? Nope. It's the elephant's mother-in-law. Ah, you referenced that one earlier. Give me another. Let's go. Okay. Uh, It looks like those adventurers will get the point in the end. See the guy at the bottom? Referring to the... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Next one. Oh, oh. Okay. I get paid by the number of people I take out, not the number I bring back. As we're getting back to the dock. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Next one. You know, they say that you can always judge the quality of a ride by its line. How long did you folks wait? My point exactly. I think that's a perfect hey. pun to end on. Well, thank you for listening to Slice of Disney. I'm Kelly Washington. I'm Will Lentz. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Slice of Disney on whatever app you listen to it on. Yes. Reach out to us uh, on Twitter. Do we have a Twitter yet? We have a Twitter and an Instagram. Tight. Uh, DM us. Sign to our DMs. Yeah, I guess. Okay, bye.